The Glitch in the Matrix in My School This isn't exactly a horrifying story, so don't get too disappointed if you're not terrified. For background, I'm a 15-year-old Irish fellow called Ross. I go to school in Ireland. I am now in third year. At the start of second year a new fellow joined the school. I was in charge of showing him around and we've been good friends ever since. He is Portuguese and his name is Tiago. I'll call him Tig for this story. His school bag is a fairly small, bright red bag. He is a bit shorter than me. His hair is quite short and brown in color. This will become important momentarily. I sat at the bench and waited. Tig was the first other person in our group to arrive. He rounded the corner and left his bag down. The realization hit M hard. He wasn't in the bathroom. I asked him if he had already been out there to which he answered that he hadn't. He had no reason to lie. Now, I know what you're all thinking. It was someone else. First of all, the person I saw looked the exact same as my friend from the back. Second of all, no one else in the school has that bag, to my knowledge. I haven't seen anyone else with it, that is. Third, the only place the person could have gone, without sprinting down the stairs which I would probably catch a glimpse of anyway, would be the bathroom. No one came out of the bathroom that I didn't see enter it. Finally, my friend is a fairly distinct character. Not many people have the same body build as him. Like I said at the start, it's not exactly terrifying, but, I do believe it to be due to a glitch in the Matrix. 19 Chestnut Street Part 2 Final Good Evening What you about to hear is a dramatized audio translation of the events that occurred at 19 Chestnut Street July 25, 2018, starting at approximately 9.08pm and ending at approximately 9.27pm this translation was taken from video surveillance cameras and audio microphones placed in the living area, kitchen, upstairs hallway, and master bedroom of the home. Translation goes as follows, 9.08pm. Susan Meyer Former lead investigator for the Hamilton Paranormal Research Center arrives at the home and enters through the front door. 9.09 p.m. A small manila folder, sitting on the coffee table, begins to shake, and eventually takes flight. In the direction of Mrs. Meyer, striking her between the eyes, causing a small cut in her skin and tiny droplets of blood to flow down her face. 9.10 p.m. A large curio cabinet to her right seems to move out, by itself about three inches from the wall and crashed to the floor in front of her, pinning her between it and the front door. At which time, Mrs. Meyer screams, Michael, why are you doing this? 9.11 p.m. A low humming sound is heard, the volume intensifies and forms into what appears to be a voice saying, this is my house. 9.12 p.m. All lights, under surveillance, start turning on and off by themselves. Doors opening and closing repeatedly. The front door opens so hard that it strikes Mrs. Meyer in the back, knocking her over the broken cabinet and onto the floor, dropping her purse in the process. 9.13 p.m. What appears to be a strong sieve wind blows through the living area. So hard, that it knocks over a table lamp and several knickknacks off the shelves, sending them crashing to the floor below 9.15 p.m. From the floor, Mrs. Meyer screams, Michael, stop. I know this is your house, I know, stop. 9.16 p.m. A small cat enters the frame from the bottom left corner of the screen and immediately flies backwards off screen. The sound of it hitting the wall and scurrying away is heard soon after. 9.18 p.m. All activity stops. Mrs. Meyer stands, grabbing my purse, and says, Michael, listen to me. I know you're mad. I don't want you to leave. 
I want you to say, I quit my job today to be with you. I wanna be with you here in this house 9:21 p.m. What appears to be a large mass of black fog appears on camera, forming into what looks like a person. 9:22 p.m. Staring directly into the fog, Mrs. Meyer says, "Michael, I can finally see you. I love you. I love everything you do for me, and now we'll always be together." 9:24 p.m. Reaching into her purse, Mrs. Meyer produces a small handgun and places it to her temple. 9:25 p.m. All video surveillance cameras shut down and lose signal. Only audio remains. 9:26 p.m. One single gunshot is heard, then the sound of a something heavy hitting floor. 9:27 p.m. All transmissions are lost. The body of Susan Meyer was found dead after a neighbor called 911 to report what sounded like a gunshot. Officers arrived on the scene to find the house in disarray and Mrs. Meyer's bloody corpse lying on floor in the living area. The victim of an apparent suicide. The body was taken to the county morgue, where cause of death was confirmed. The results for case number 137 are as follows: the home is believed to be completely consumed by a malevolent, evil spirit. Any further investigation may result in injury and or death of another member of this organization. I will not take that risk. Case number 137 is now closed and will never be spoke of again. My condolences to the Meyer family. Thank you for your time.